Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. L- Lou, what are, you, what are you doing, Lou? Well, one of two things. I'm either going to audition for the keyboard spot in the outfield or I'm hiding from aging new metal bands. <laughs> No, anyway, I'm just kidding. Hi, everyone. Welcome like to the Rat Sound Review. Uh, welcome to Rat Sound Review. Um, part, what is it? What part is this? Four? Part four of our Halloween discography. And we're going to go to Chameleon. Wait, part four? Isn't it yeah. part five? Oh, no, because we did yeah, we, uh, Jericho did. together. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't do, uh, do it this the way I, I planned to do it, but, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we're getting to Chameleon. I Me and Greg, we talked about this with uh, Troy uh, probably, what, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Troy so, Noor? Mr. Troy Noor. By the way, Troy, where are you? We're waiting for you. We need your vocals, Troy. Come on, knock on our door. We are waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're an American band, Troy. Just trying to get a song done. Yeah, Sweet Sweet Connie's waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> well, let's all meet at the Regal Beagle. nice segue nice segue yes uh so we are talking about chameleon uh lou's favorite halloween album i don't know why i mean it's kind of for the love of christ really (laughs) it is a lot of people's favorite halloween album i came to find out reading reviews online surprisingly i like the album cover better when it was on the police of synchronicity Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Actually, it, it reminds me it. more of an XTC cover. I oh, just dear can't God. remember what album it was. Hmm. Was it Skylarking? Uh-huh. That's the only one I know. <laughs> I didn't say I knew the name of it. Okay. I remember them having a green <laughs> smear similar to that on a white background. <laughs> but uh, this is a huge turning point for Halloween. Uh, this doesn't even sound like Halloween. Maybe... Maybe two songs on here, I think, uh, like Giants. That sounds Giants like a Halloween song. Giants first time. And first time, yeah, that sounds like a Halloween song. But the rest, I mean, you can even maybe say Step Out of Hell, too, is, is a Halloween-type song. But the rest of this album, yeah. uh, you got acoustic stuff on here. Um, they're just kind of like all over the place. Uh, and also, too, this was released in 1993. So really at the height of the grunge period. And old bands are all, don't know what to do. So... And also, this is a Michael Kiske record, basically, you know, because he was he wasn't he was getting kind of out of metal at the time. And uh, and obviously, after this album, he, he was out of Halloween. But um, this you can hearly clear hear clearly hear Kiske all over this whole thing. So, you know, I, I like it and hold some sentimental value to me. Uh, I was the coolest kid in school for like maybe a month or so when I got the CD because nobody else had and it. And then everybody else heard it. And then, yeah, pretty much. They heard it. They beat the shit out of Wayne for it. No, they beat the shit out of my CD. 
Oh. <laughs> I got it back. I was missing the booklet. I mean, if anybody watched the last episode that we did, yeah. this yeah. booklet, the booklet was gone. I got the CD back and uh, ended up having to buy the record because then I could have my booklet again. Uh, and then later on, somebody bought me a CD anyway and replaced it. But uh, so that's my story. And then also to uh, a special thing, my grandmother, and I know you guys don't like the song Windmill. My grandmother loved that song. She heard me playing drums to it, and uh, she just liked how that song was. You know, she, you know, old people like slow songs. But uh... my friend, I would oh, never yeah. knock what the song means to you, but I will still <laughs> knock the song any chance I it's, get. That's a fine huge by difference. me. It's fine by me. It's okay. I get it. Sounds like the fu- sounds like fucking Rapunzel singing to Prince Charming out of her tower <laughs> or something. I mean, it's it's so Disney. Phil Collins, I'm sure, wants to cover it. Hey, I would actually. I would like to hear that. Maybe he would make it better, or release it as a guest. All odds part two. Than Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be the most homogenized soulless cover ever <laughs> talk about total corporate sound oh i like phil actually looking forward to seeing genesis this uh winter so but then again i'm hoping i hear some of the gabriel era stuff which i sincerely doubt but yeah, eh. yeah that ain't happening <laughs> yeah if i want to do that i gotta see steve hackett in concert but we're not talking about genesis we're talking about halloween we're talking about halloween so uh lou since me and gregory kind of did a show about this album um What's your thoughts on this album? Because this is pretty much the first time you've heard this, right? Yep. Do you want me to go track by track? Go track by track, because I can right. counter. So, you. <laughs> first time. Promising start, but after Pink, Bubble, after Pink Bubbles go ape, my expectations are low. Track two, When the Sinner. Yep, expectations met. <laughs> Who is responsible for this crack? Track three, I Don't Want to Cry No More. Not bad. If Apple was a hard rock band, it'd be a perfect song for them. Crazy Cat. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> One million times, fuck no. I like that song. Really? Uh, I'm surprised. I don't really like that song either. I like jazz and swing music. Yeah, I so yeah. they used it actually pretty decently there. Again, it's too long though. Mm, yeah. And then I also like, um, I don't want to cry no more either. That's another one that holds sentimental <laughs> value to me. <laughs> Again, I will not knock what they mean to you. No, I, <laughs> I know, but I, that's why I said, like, this this album, even though it's not their best album, it just holds a lot of meaning to me, you know? And, and it's, also, it's also the first Halloween album that I bought that was actually brand new when it came out. I hear it. You know what? You know what album means the most? Uh, one of the albums that means the most to me? Awesome. Sponge's Rotting Pinata. I'm sure I get a lot of dirty looks when I say That's that a one. Huge, my, my wife loves that album too. She has good taste, sir. Yeah, and no she married you, so she has better taste. About. See, I'm good to my friends. <laughs> Giants, second good song on the track after the first time. Windmill, this is the song Ingo was fired for. He was right. Of course, now I realize there was more to it than that, but still, I'm sticking to my story, damn it. Revolution now. Sorry, too little, too late, but it's a good song. Four out of seven so really? far. Yeah. You think that I I hate that song? I think it's way too long and way too boring. Interesting. Hmm. Moving along in the night. Am I listening to Sting or Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> Music. The horns are killing me. I'll take the keyboards, but not the damn horns. Other really? than that. I like the song. And actually, uh, Music was a, um, a previous song off of Roland Grappel's old band, um, Rampage. 
Step Out of Hell. It almost feels like they're trying to go an AOR route with this album. I'll give them credit. I'll give them credit. While they may have still thrived in Europe, the U.S. had moved on. I'll say this. Kudos to them for going their own route. See, I'm giving them credit. (laughs) I believe. I see traces of future Stradivarius in this. I enjoyed it. Just when they put songs on an album I don't like, they'll put on a masterpiece like this. Longing. So the album is, for me, an inverted bell curve. Started out high, went low, (laughs) but ends up in in its trajectory. And I think this is an amazing ballad. And let's see, on to the expanded bonus tracks. I don't care, you don't care. Nope. Neither do I. <laughs> Oriental perfect. <laughs> Oriental Journey. I don't know. Can we even say Oriental anymore? Is that even like yeah. permissible in today's society? I don't know. But awesome instrumental. Cut in the middle, good driving track. Mm-hmm. Introduction. I can appreciate the humor. Get me out of here. Cute, but not my cup of tea. Red socks and the smell of trees. Blah, uninspired. What's the point? Ain't got nothing better. I'm on a holiday. Hooligans holiday. That's exactly what it reminded me of in the beginning. (laughs) And after that, no. So most of the album for me is one big fat nope. (laughs) But I respect whoever likes it. Just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Like I said, it's a different album. And... um... I, one thing I really like about the album is the pumpkins. Uh, you didn't see the pumpkins on the album, but there's a lot of really cool pumpkin drawings on here. You can't see them. Who is their animator for the pumpkin? Oh my god almighty, that's a frightening what? what? It's just wind with wind blowing in his hair and this and that. It's like, Oh, you know, yeah, well, yeah. Look at the pictures. I mean, they really did themselves up. And also, too, this is like one of the best-sounding Halloween albums as well, I think. Up to this point. I think there's a couple yeah. other ones that get better. Production-wise, it was good, yeah. Production-wise, good. Um, Frederick Moore... Uh, I'm going to pronounce his last name wrong, but Frederick something. It does all the pumpkin artwork. Most of them. I think the, there's a different guy doing it now. So unlike Derek Riggs, they kept him throughout their entire career? Pretty much kept him throughout their career, yeah. I respect their loyalty. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so what else about this album? So yeah, like I said, one of the best-sounding albums. Um, and like you said, Longing, uh, that song... That's that's probably one of my favorite songs off the whole thing. I mean, it's got a, you. I knew you wouldn't like it, but it's just the the acoustic and and Michael Kiske's voice along with that. It just sounds great. And then I mean, it's a little long. It's you know obviously it's called longing. It could be a little shorter, but uh, his voice just goes really good with the acoustic stuff. And yeah, uh, like I, I believe you could cut four minutes off of that song. And you, you could that notice. that whole that whole section where it gets like all dreamy and all that crap. You can kind of cut condense all that out of there. But that, that, like you said, Lou, that, that's an awesome song. I think that's probably my second favorite song off of here. Garbage. Yeah, but there's some hidden gems on here. You just really have to look through it. Right. But yeah. uh, it gets through some of the crap to, to get to the... Nine, 93 was a very difficult year. I mean, metal was not really getting played on daytime MTV like it used to. Radio wasn't playing it, you know? Um, I mean, that was a time when Iron Maiden's career in the United States was all but dead right you know i mean even though fear of the dark was a great album i mean you know they actually had to cancel some tour dates because they weren't selling you know um it it was a it was a weird shift for metal even with halloween i mean they their tours i don't even think really anybody showed up to them 
You know, if you watch, read some interviews and stuff like that and watch some stuff on YouTube, uh, they had to cancel at least some tours because nobody really cared no more. For this particular album or in general? Well, even from Pink Bubbles Go Ape and On, and even with Chameleon too, the, the fans just started to drop off. So, I mean, you can you can see why, you know. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you can't you can't go from what they went from went came from to this that fast. You're you know? right, oh. but you also can't piss on the band for trying. You know, right. I mean, they they tried. Yeah, you know, yeah. just didn't work. Yeah. What were we saying, Greg? I think it's more fully realized than Pink Bubbles is. You know. <clears throat> in terms of the vision the band had, but it's a little disjointed, and I'd still probably say it's their worst album, just because long sections of it are overblown and very boring, but it's a good experiment, and it works pretty good on some songs. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not all bad. I mean, Lou, you're, it's okay. You can not like oh, it if you want to. And, um, all good, then. I think, I, I think, along with the production, that this is probably the best Kiske ever sounds on a Halloween. Episode. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, there, there's yeah. there's a lot of emphasis on his technicality on keepers, but he sounds so relaxed and self confident here. It's worth listening to the whole thing at least once mm. to hear his vocal performance. Yeah, because yeah, I think he felt more comfortable singing these kind of songs. You know, mm-hmm. it, it fit very well with these. Um, and also too, like you mentioned earlier, Ingo got kicked out of the band and. Um, you know, after not too much longer after, actually after this, uh, he ended up committing suicide. He jumped out of a hotel window. Yeah, such a oh. tragic. He jumped in front of a train. Mm-hmm. I heard that too, and then I heard the hotel thing. So it, I, I believe it's the hotel window was the actual. Thing. All right. Yeah. Such a tragic loss, and uh, but what was Kiski fired for? I don't think he was. Fired. I think, I think he, he might have just left. Yeah. You think he might have just left? Okay, I think he just left. Yeah. All I right. think he just left because he wanted to continue doing poppy stuff like this. Yeah, like I said, he was t- done with metal. So, and actually, well, when he when he went and did his uh, solo album, he had um, uh, what's his name for Iron Maiden? Uh, Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden. Can't get better than that. I love it. See how that would work well. Yeah. Well, you know, cool. Diano did call him a third rate Bruce Dickinson wannabe, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quoting Paul Diano. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I got nothing against Kiss Gay. It's just, you know, not my preference for Halloween singer. But I'm happy he's back with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the, the new yeah. stuff is really cool. Which is, again, thanks for bringing that up. Nice little segue to end this little episode here. But that's why we're doing these little episodes, because we're leading up to the, the debut of the new album from Halloween, and which is going to be really cool. Although the first few songs I've heard so far are kind of a little disappointing. But Really? Ooh. They're not bad, but they're not what I wanted it to be. Well, if you're looking for something to entertain you, buy the Primal Fear discography. That's good stuff. You can. Or, wait. Wait a minute. You could buy... The new Project Resurrect CD, which I just got in the mail the other day. So did I! Oh, you did too? Yes, wow. I just haven't had a chance to film myself. I got it today. Oh, you got yours today too? Great. Send me pictures of yourselves because I will put you on the internets. Cool. <laughs> but please, go buy the, the new Project Resurrect. Uh, projectresurrect.bandcamp.com Or you can just message me and then uh, we can get that taken care of. By the way, I give Wayne Noon all the credit in the world for actually spelling my legitimate last name correctly. I know. You're, you're, actually, your last name is very easy to spell. My guitarist, on the other hand, no. 
I don't even remember it. <laughs> Rigopolis or something like that. I, the O's and the U's get all messed up on me. He's just good old Pete. That's it. That's all he is. Good old Pete. Uh, anybody want to say anything else about Chameleon or we're done? I'm good. Good. Just a shame that this is the album that Ingo went out on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Very I, phoned in performance here. You could tell he wasn't happy. Yeah. Actually, Grappel is very basic and boring on this one, too. The whole rhythm section just kind of... Well, he, he had a lot of input on this album as well. Yeah, well, the, <clears throat> him and Michael and Kiss K, all three of them together, they all turned out bad songs for this. Yeah. Do you think they were purposely just trying to go a more pop route? Do you think that's I what think they were trying I, to do? I think they were trying to satisfy what Kiss K wanted to do by going that way, but still trying to incorporate it into their sound. So I just don't think it worked particularly well for them on certain songs. Yeah, I hear you. Well, valiant effort. Yeah, good effort. It's, uh, well, yeah, all right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I give him an A for effort, C for execution. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, you know, don't take our word for it. If you haven't heard it yet, I mean, you can't go listen to it on Spotify or or iTunes or anything, but you can probably find it on YouTube. Uh, Go take a listen to it. Mm -hmm. Go take a listen to it, and uh, you probably won't like it, but, hey, at least you heard it, right? You heard? I I think any fan of Halloween, though, Especially the older material, will find something to like in Giants in first time. I think so too. I if wish you, they would if, bring if that you're back. If you're a Halloween fan, you can't hate those two songs. No, I wish they would bring that back into the set list because I think that really fits in with the rest of their their discography, anyways. Giants. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Maybe one day I'll get my dream and, and see it played live. And get to play with Halloween one day, don't you, Wayne? One day. Project Resurrect and Halloween on tour at the nearest state fair. <laughs> yeah that'd be great alright guys uh, that's it for Chameleon we will see you tomorrow when we talk about Master of the Rings so long farewell love we just ain't goodbye bye bye god I hate musicals <laughs> <laughs>for some new podcasts to listen to well look no further than the rats review network rats review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming including the flagship show rats review with wayne noon greg noggle and lou mavs as well as occasional co-hosts manny mejias and james loquist we also have the official rats review spin-offs such as album versus album screams from the grave where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past and
find a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schmackle a gob! to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the Cheese, Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsal Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsalReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsal Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over. Grrrr.